it's a Friday. Good morning. Welcome to the O'Hara Gate podcast on a Friday with me, Nick Hancock, sponsored by Hacks. I have discovered that Andrew Jones, Harrogate and Nurse, but MP, listens to this podcast. He heard what I said about Boris Johnson's hair the other day. Anyway, he's going to be our guest on Monday's podcast on the 1st of March. Little thing happening on Monday with the brand new local radio station, Your Harrogate, launching at 8 o'clock on Monday morning as well. But back to today and there is positivity in the air all over Harrogate after the week we've had, not only with the weather, but also with the announcements, with what's coming very soon, with the lifting of lockdown restrictions. So positivity in the air. And we're talking to Sam from Schofield Fitness. Okay, so a Fitness Friday, and we're joined by Sam Schofield. And first of all, because it's all we've talked about with anybody this week, we ought to talk about Boris Johnson's roadmap. And well, just to say how it affects you, Sam, and everybody at Schofield Fitness, you've now got dates when things are going to be happening, when, when people can all get back together. Yeah, it's been amazing. All I've been wanting all year is just to be given a date that we can reopen. So for us, it's, it's April the 12th that we can reopen. So we are working towards that. We're getting the gym in shape. We're contacting clients. We're doing all of that and getting in place to really get people uh, looking forward to the summer because that's what everyone's going to have one eye on now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and do you think you'll miss Zoom? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I do not think. Uh, I think it was a good novelty to begin with, even things like the Zoom quizzes and all the bits and pieces. But I think once it's done, I think it's done, yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's been really, really, I mean, I think the improvement in the weather this week has made a big difference for people as well. And, and, and just the fact that the news has been a little bit more positive. So it's been, it has been really nice because January and summer February have been exceedingly tough. We've talked about loads of things over the last few Fridays. And we thought today that we'd talk a bit about diets and diets and there's some important things here aren't there Sam for people to to really consider yeah so the reason I thought this would be a good topic for today is you normally get either like the extreme end so you get people who are like zealots for a particular diet and you hear all the positives and all the good things or you get people that are maybe just always knocking them saying don't do this and don't do this and this is bad for this reason so I thought if I could provide a a pros and cons if you like to, to each one it just helps people decide what route they should take because all of them are tactics like in order to help them lose weight it's just which one is best suited to you so i thought this is the best way about going things from there and would you would you when you've got some information on on different types of diet and things does your own lifestyle and your own amount of exercise activity your age all that kind of thing does all that come into play as to what what will potentially work well for you yeah, 100%. I mean, this is why we like to find out as much as we can about our clients before recommending a direction. It's why a one-size-fits-all approach just doesn't work because everyone has different requirements, different schedules, different energy outputs. Like, it's infinite the number of things that, that differentiate us all as human beings. So to be able to say, right, oh, here we go, this is the only thing that will work is, is ridiculous. So so of, of some of the, the more... I suppose famous diets that 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 we we know of. What are some of the pros and cons of them then that you could tell us about? So one of the most popular ones that we hear about is what is known as elimination diets. It's where you go, 
low carb or low fat. You pick one of those two and you eliminate it completely out of your diet or restrict it significantly. So the low carb um, Atkins diet years ago was one of the first ones to do it. Um, you've got sort of lows that are coming through now. So the reason that these typically work is they restrict you know, what you can eat. If you're going low carb, for example, you can't eat you know, a load of bread, a load of crisps, a load of chocolate, a load of sweets because of, of that carb restriction. So you automatically, by cutting a lot of stuff out, you will bring your calorie sort of limit down. If you like, you're normally having to look towards healthier foods, you know, in quotation marks. So fruit and veg are things that are higher in nutrients. So your overall eating pattern will tend to adjust towards a, a better style of eating, um, if you like. And that tends to go with either way. Now, where the issue comes in is that change just isn't sustainable for a lot of people. If you cut out all the things you enjoy, you can only do that for a short period of time. So that's where you get the, the you know, the, the, the fall down. So if, for example, you can go low carb, and I know people who do, and they do that for the rest of their life, fantastic. But if you don't think that is viable, which it isn't for 90% of people, you know, maybe even 95, then maybe it's not really the, the idea for you from there. What about needing energy? You know, what, what's the impact of, of sort of, you know, hardly having any carbs in your in your diet? So I think of of sort of when you think of of what what sports people need, you know, or, or people before they do the Great North Run or whatever. You know, it's a bit of fuel, isn't it? It, it is. So there is a process called ketosis, which is a whole topic in of itself. And that's where if you go super low carb, your body gets more used to burning the fat on your body than it does the, the carbohydrates and the, and the glycogen that is stored within yourself. That takes quite a long time and a quite a, a long process to do. It's quite an exact science. So again, it does typically impact your performance in the short term. And if people are only sticking to this in the short term, you normally don't get those benefits because people can't stick to it long enough to actually enter ketosis and, and all that side of stuff. I won't get too, too in-depth in, into that side of things from there. But you do typically feel a bit more wary, a bit more... Um, a bit more agitated as well, should we say. Uh, and there's a thing called keto flu as well, which is where people feel like they've, they've got the flu because they feel so rubbish by not having the, the, the carbs in the system that they're used to. Uh, the tricky bit with carbs is obviously, you know, when, you, when you're just hungry, <laughs> it's, always, it's always the, you know, it's the, it's the bread or, or whatever that you just go for, isn't it? It's all, I mean, I mean we, all, we have something in built, don't we, where we just fancy a bit of, you know, pasta or that kind of thing, don't we, I think? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing inherently wrong with, with, with eating carbs. It's just, it's very easy to overeat it, I think, is, is one way. You know, if you're eating bread, it's very easy to have four or five slices of bread rather than two. Pasta and rice, we know you try and pour one portion, suddenly you're serving the 5,000 once you've cooked it because of the amount of water it absorbs. So there's, that's typically where people go a little bit awry, if you like, when allowing carbs in their diet, which, again, I do normally encourage. Uh, but by eliminating it, it stops you from overeating. It can balance out your blood sugars. There are other bits and pieces, and um, they can be positive with by cutting out the sugars as well as the, obviously the, the other types of carbs um, within there as well. But that's sort of the, the pros and cons there. And you know, when you talk about about reducing fats, what kind of foods are people then having to to miss out if they want to really reduce the, the fats in the food intake? What typically happens if they're really cutting fat out of their diet is they won't have butter, for example, either when they're cooking or, or on, the, on the sandwiches. They will reduce their, their meat intake a lot of the time, so a lot of the fattier meats. 
um, which I, I tend to recommend that you people do anyway. So if you're going to eat meat, don't eat fatty meat, eat a leaner one. Where the issues come with the lower fat stuff is you will miss out on the healthy fats, particularly us as men. I mean, our testosterone production is heavily reliant on the fat that we eat. So, you know, by doing that, you can have all sorts of other sort of negative impacts. Um, so particularly for the men, uh, we need fat for the vitamins. So we have some vitamins that are, are fat soluble rather than water soluble. So that's sort of what is needed in order to make sure that the vitamins are getting around. Your immune system can be compromised if you're not eating enough fat. Um, so it's why I don't typically recommend either of those low fat or low carb. There is more to me, more negatives than there are positives, but yeah. Do you still, do you still meet people who do the five, two type diets? So that's actually one of the ones I want to talk to you about. The 5-2, I think we've got two clients who do the 5-2. And it is a very, it is a very, very good way of, uh, of going about it because you've got five days, which is very normal. And then two days, you have a, a restriction of normally about five or 600 calories. Very, very low. Uh, the reason it does typically work is you can pick those two days around, say, your training. So you wouldn't do those two days on heavy training days. There would be sort of on rest days. Uh, and you know that if you just get through those days, you can go back to normal over the next five. So even willpower tends to not be a huge issue. Um, so we've got, yeah, we I think, I think it's two clients we've got to do it. And, and yeah, and they, they managed to balance it around. Where the five, two can fall down or other fasting diets is what sort of this comes into is you can just be super, super low sort of energy on those days. It might take you two days to recover from that low, that, that low day. So you might not train for two or three days. And if you're doing that twice a week, you've suddenly got, no time to train you might overcompensate on the days that you can eat so one of the things that people will say is oh you have two days of, of fasting or you know the eating very low calorie and then you could eat whatever you want and whenever that phrase comes in eat whatever you want that alarm bell should be ringing so yes you can eat a normal amount of food but that's not to go and eat everything that you can there's a big difference there uh but yeah if you can be sensible in those five days and eat you know a decent amount of food just not crazy man then it's a very good option for a lot of people. And then one more to ask you about then, what about the shake type diets? You know, replace, <laughs> replace one meal, sometimes two meals. Um, herbal life is a, is a big one, isn't it, for people where they do those yeah. shake things? We categorize this as super low calories, whether it is shake or whether it's any other version of super low calorie. Where this So let's start with the positives. So obviously by being super low calorie, you are going to drop more body fat quicker. It's just the way it works. It, there are a few studies coming out now that shows that it is quite beneficial to people that are very, very overweight. So we're talking like extremely obese people because they've got such a large amount to lose. They, they, they don't get sort of the negative metabolic sort of reductions that is often associated. So there are, there are positives. If you're wanting to do, say, a, a very quick two weeks, let's just say, for example, you get two weeks before a holiday, and all you want to do is just try and drop as much as you can in that two weeks, knowing full well it's a short term thing, knowing that you don't really care, then it can be maybe a viable option for something like that. If your goal is to lose weight <clears throat> long term, and for 90% of people, this is where this falls, it is just so unsustainable, you will not last past day three or day four a lot of the time if you're really strong willpowered you might get two or three weeks in and that'd be it but once you break once you snap you typically will be 
on Deliveroo, Just Eat, and everything else at the same time. Order. I'll just go and I'll one of each and just keep it going. Just keep bringing me as much food as is physically possible. Put it in a blender and I'll be sat there with a funnel. Just get, just get it in me um, from there. So that, that's why we don't recommend it. The other one is it can have you know negative metabolic effects. Your bodies are, are adaptable to the food you're eating. You know, if you're eating really, really low calorie diets, then it doesn't adapt. And then the last negative is once you finish, what are you then going to do? You haven't developed any habits that are going to be sustainable. You haven't changed your overarching sort of eating pattern, if you like. So you just go back to what you're doing beforehand, and that just straight up just doesn't work either um, for, from there. So that's sort of where, where, where they fall down. I think there was something very interesting when we were talking about the first, um, you know, giving up, giving up carbs or, 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 or trying to lower sugar intake. And you said something very interesting. It's, it's about portions. So it's often not about what you eat, but how much of it you eat. And that's, that's really interesting, isn't it? Because there's a, a, a bit, you know, when we've talked about accountability over the past few weeks, there's really something there, isn't there, for people of, of how much are you actually almost realizing that you're eating? It is. One of the biggest shocks, I think, that comes to you know, a good portion of our clients, once we start getting them to properly track what they're eating, is when they turn around like, oh, I was eating two or three portions um, a night. You know, The food I was eating was actually quite good. But I didn't realize how just how much I was actually eating in terms of the physical uh, volume. So what we're talking about now is, is flexi dieting. So flexi dieting is where you just stick within your calories. You can eat pretty much what you want, but we pay more attention to the quality, the quantity, sorry, of what you are eating with those rather than just what you are eating and making a hard and fast rule. So you can eat chips, pizza, burgers. You can have beer, wine, whatever it is. But just don't go daft. You know, there's a big difference between having a pizza that's 700 calories and having a pizza that's two and a half thousand calories. Still a pizza, very, very different uh, outcome from, from eating it. And when we first talked in January, you said that one of the first starting points for people should be work out how many calories you should be having a day. And how do we work that out again, Sam? Uh, Okay, so going back to obviously our, that first conversation, then so there's a thing called a BAR calculator, basal metabolic rate, is what it's called. Uh, you can Google it. There are scales. So, for example, like the, the body scans that we do down at the gym, they give you this number uh, for, from there. And all it is is it's how many calories you burn at rest. So, if you were sat at home doing nothing, watching TV, that's just how many calories a day you would burn. And we find that if you use that as your target, as your you know daily calorie target. Uh, then anything else that you do throughout the day is, is only going to be burning fat. There's nowhere else for that to come from. Uh, and then we adjust it up or down accordingly from there. So we use that as a, a best estimate to begin with. And then as time goes by, we can then adjust it accordingly, depending on how the results are coming through from there. Yeah, it's been it's been really interesting having these these chats and talking about different things. And it is, I mean, it is a slice of life, isn't it? Because we've gone from being in the most sort of you know, never-ending lockdown situation in cold, dark January to to getting to to uh, almost spring light now, and um, and a much more a much more positive time. I would imagine. Obviously, it's been a funny year, hasn't it? But the thought of people now actually making the most of 2021 and the positivity. I'm sure you'll have a lot of people getting in touch with you who who maybe have 
I've been at home and I've had other things going on, but I guess now might well be a time for people to start thinking about themselves a bit more and to think, yeah, you know, I, I want to get on and do something. It is. I've seen, I've seen, I'll be honest, some hilarious memes starting to come out as well. As soon as that announcement was made, people sort of just sharing things like Googling how to, uh, like how to get abs by the 21st of June, like <laughs> searching for holidays. Obviously, Leeds and Reading Fest have announced that they're going to go ahead. So they're just having that there for people to go ahead to. And um, the football in the, in, the, in the summer, there's going to be people in the stadiums. They're going to be full. We've got music festivals to look forward to. We've got the sunshine coming back. There's a lot to be, yeah, positive about now. I think, you know, January felt like it was a month that was never going to end. I, I genuinely thought we were caught in a, in a time warp in January. And now February has flown by. I think March will go by even quicker. And before you know it, we are into that spring, looking to the summer. And I think as soon as we get that first, that first nice weekend of weather, everyone is going to go, oh, right, let's go and enjoy ourselves. Let's look forward to the positive news that's coming through and get rid of all the, the doom and gloom that is behind us now. So if people want to find out a bit more, we've talked about loads of things over the past few weeks. We've talked a lot about nutrition and we've talked about training and we've talked about accountability. We've talked about where people should start. We've had people sending in their questions and we've we've had all sorts of ages of people with all sorts of different things going on. If people want to find out a bit more, probably the best thing to do is find you on Facebook or Instagram. And that's and that's men or women, we should say, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so Schofield Fitness and Schofield Fitness Ladies, you can find us on both, like I said, Facebook and Instagram. We're constantly posting stuff up on there. So follow us, engage. Uh, we send out daily emails with, with lots of content similar to what we've been discussing here with everything you need to know. I am always available to people. If they just want to speak, just send a message out, ask any questions. It's not going to be me turning around and say, oh, the only solution is to come and train with us. Sometimes it's not. But what I will be do is I'll give you the, I'll put you in the right direction. I'll give you the help that you need. Uh, and then if it is something that will be right for you to come and join us and join what we do, then fantastic. Uh, but the more people that reach out, the more help that is asked for, the, the, the better for, for me. Yeah. Great stuff. Well, thank you so much for your time, Sam. Really nice to talk to you and look forward to seeing you soon. The What's Hot Guide with DoorsDirect.co.uk For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk. Hello and welcome to your Friday edition of the What's Hot Guide, bringing you all the latest on the hottest events coming to the Harrogate District. Earlier this week, Boris Johnson's announcement of a roadmap out of lockdown was music to the ears of event planners and organisers who were just starting to put early plans in place for events later this year. Not least of which is the annual Burst With show, which was cancelled last year due to COVID, but is one of the biggest agricultural shows in the area and is a great day out for visitors, exhibitors and competitors. So the committee have been quietly planning in the background via Zoom meetings in preparation for this show and then the next few days we'll be releasing an entry schedule for competitors. So the 2021 edition of the Burst With show will be taking place on the 31st of July this year. So just keep an eye out on their social channels for more updates around timings and how you can go along. And the hottest news of the weekend has to be the launch of Your Harrogate Radio on Monday the 1st of March, which is just three more days. We released our presenter lineup earlier this week, which includes a return to local radio for a few familiar voices, including Will Smith, Peter Edgerson, 
Alex Can, Ricky Durkin, David Whittle, and of course, Nick Hancock. Test transmissions are going out right now, and you can choose our very first song to be played on the radio on Monday morning. You just need to go to the win page on our website, that's yourharrogate.co.uk, and you can win an in-car smart speaker so you can listen to Your Harrogate on the go. Just give us your suggestions at yourharrogate.co.uk, and you can be a part of Your Harrogate history. And that's it for today's What's Hot Guide. Tune in again on Monday when we'll be back with some more local events for you to keep your eye out for. The What's Hot Guide with DoorsDirect.co.uk For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit DoorsDirect.co.uk Well, big thanks to Sam Schofield for joining us on our podcast today and over the last couple of Fridays as well. Some good stuff on our website, including your chance to win a Yorkshire hamper, thanks to Mackenzie's Farm Shop at Blubber Houses and you can pick the first song that we play on the radio station on Monday morning at 8am and win yourself an in-car Alexa if you go to yourharrogate.co.uk and all the details on that of how to listen to the new radio station as well. All important stuff. You just go to the website and click on the bit that says radio and it's all on there. In the meantime, thank you to Hacks, our sponsors. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend and stay safe.